Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment women's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petia Kolobová, and today's special guest, Jessica Piff. I cannot even tell you how excited I am, not even to connect. She reminded me that it's actually to reconnect because I reached out to her last year when she was in Tulum and I was two. So it's such a beautiful way to see that the universe, it's always like bringing you the people, the perfect divine timing. And even before we hit the record button, I was telling Jessica, where have you been like 20 years ago when I've been a lost soul, losing myself in relationships? But here we are. There are some people who really need to hear Jessica, her heart, her wisdom today. So I always say better later than never, right? <laughs> Welcome, Absolutely, Jessica. Yes. Yeah. So beautiful. I absolutely love what you stand for, what you're teaching in the world. And I feel like you're teaching such a foundational work about self-awareness, self-love, and how it trickles into our relationships and our lives. So before we dive into that, because you have just so much to share, I'm like, I don't know even how we are going to put it all there together. <laughs> um, but I love starting my um, podcast with a short meditation. Would you be open to receive one? Yes, of course. Yes, please. Thank beautiful, you. Beautiful. So just find a comfortable, you know, like position on your seat. Just getting yourself really grounded and comfy, relaxing your shoulders, slowing and deepening your breath, breathing in and out and everything around you starts to slow down your body starts relaxing your face is softening and every cell of your body it's slowing down there's nothing else to do nowhere else to be but here and now Reconnected to this moment, reconnected to your breath, to your heart. And with each breath, you are feeling more and more relaxed. And as your body is relaxing and your mind is slowing down, I would love for you to visualize a beautiful, spacious home in Bali. It's a beautiful, crisp morning. You're rising up, walking through the house, 
There are so many plants and greenness and fresh flowers. And you're walking to a big door, big glass door. You're opening them and letting the fresh air coming in. The sweet breeze is just playing with your hair, touching your skin. And you can smell the freshness of all the luscious greenery around you. Hearing the birds and the animals. And you're feeling so happy to be alive in this moment. And you're walking in the front porch of this beautiful home, feeling so expansive and so grateful. And as you're walking there, you sit down in a few steps, feeling the ground, the sun touching your forehead. And as you're sitting there in such appreciation, preparing for your day, what are you the most excited about today? In a day that you know that you're living your dream day, your dream life, what would you be the most excited for that day? Just sharing love, showing up with love, integrity, and, and humility. Mm, so beautiful. And I know the Bali might seem so much more tempting right now than coming back to this interview, to this room, but I will slowly invite you back here, just at your own pace, whenever you're ready. How are you feeling? Very good. Very grateful. <laughs> very still. Beautiful, beautiful. And, and, I, and I love your answer so much because I feel like coming from place of heart and love and integrity and humility. Can you imagine that everyone will do that? Like how different the world would be? And I'm very curious, Jessica, have you always been so tapped into that energy of love? I know we are all capable of that. I know we are all born with that. However, sometimes I feel that we kind of push it away because love and being a good person and coming from heart sometimes doesn't feel safe so have you always felt safe to be who you are and to coming from place of love no absolutely not actually <laughs> um yeah no i i spent years um struggling with low a low sense of self-worth and a lack of self-love and a lack of self-respect and you know i i spent many years of my life trying to figure out you know who i was and what my purpose was in life um that was something that was always really big for me is that i i wanted to find my purpose you know why what am i here for you know and i i have always known that you know i'm here to be of service to people I've always known that I've just never known at what capacity um, because I struggled a lot with limiting beliefs and, you know, like I said, a, a low sense of self-worth. So I never really felt, you know, that what I had to offer was all that much. Um, so my, my real self-love journey didn't begin until I was um, about 26. Wow. That's beautiful. And thank you so much for your honesty. 
And I'm wondering what helped you shift that and, and change that, you know, because I feel like we don't even realize that, like, that's not something that we think about. We don't think about like, Ooh, I have a low self-worth. I feel like that's what we realize when we get onto the journey and, and start learning and start expanding. But what was it for you? What triggered it to, to like wanting to start the journey? Um, I, it was hitting rock bottom for me. Um, so I was in a really toxic and abusive relationship for seven years. Wow. And um, when I was 25, so um, about six years into the relationship, um, I was extremely depressed. And, um, you know, I had realized after five and a half years of being in this relationship that it was an abusive relationship. Um, I was in denial for a very long time. I, I believed you know, even though I struggled with low self-worth and stuff, like you said, I, I wasn't aware that that was my, that I was, had that struggle, you know, and I, I always believed that, you know, I would never be in an abusive relationship. And I also didn't, wasn't aware of the fact that abuse comes in many forms, you know, it doesn't have to just be physical abuse. And that was my understanding at the time was that, you know, I had only, I was only aware of physical abuse. And so about five and a half years into my relationship, I realized that I was in an abusive relationship and I really was, I was just at rock bottom. You know, I hated my life. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't like who I was and I didn't know who I was. You know, I had completely lost any sense of self in that relationship. Um, and I, I got into that relationship when I was 19. So even when I got in the relationship, I didn't quite know who I was yet. I was still on that journey of trying to figure out who I was as an adult and things like that at the time. But it was really hitting rock bottom and, and just realizing that, you know, I didn't every day I, did, I didn't want to wake up, you know, because I had nothing to wake up to. And that's what really triggered the the introduction to that journey for me was just hitting absolute rock bottom and, and having this mindset and this feeling within my body of, I don't want to wake up. You know, I have nothing to wake up to. There's nothing in my life that brings me any joy or any peace or any happiness. And um, what really started it for me was, was actually meditation. Um, so I was very unhappy with my life and I was just absolutely consumed by negative thinking like in my own mind and the negative, um, you know, verbal and emotional abuse coming from my partner at the time. So I was just inundated with so much negativity and so much negative self-talk. And I just thought, you know, I, I think that what would help me is meditation. Like, I just want to clear away all these thoughts that that was really what it was for me is I just want to empty my mind. So I don't think these things anymore. Um, and that was the very beginning of my journey. Um, in 2017, I started taking meditation classes. And then shortly after, I got a job working at a yoga studio, like working the front desk at a yoga studio. And um, it was a beautiful studio, actually, in Northern California, where I lived at the time in a town called Arcata. And it was a really good studio because it was very heavily focused on the philosophy of yoga and very heavily focused on building community. So I started to surround myself by, you know, with really positive, loving people. And then I just dove into my meditation and yoga journey, which was extraordinarily challenging in the beginning, because I had never before connected with my breath, 
never before connected with my body or connected with my heart. I, there was so much disconnection there. And so it was very challenging at first, but I just kept working at it for, for a long time. <laughs> Oh, I love that. And and I really, really deeply appreciate your honesty because sometimes it's like we disconnect from the past and where we were because now it's maybe a year that later, right? But really being honest and say like, hey, it wasn't easy in the beginning because sometimes we have this false premise that, okay, I choose me, I will start working on myself and now everything has to get better. But what we don't realize that most often for decades, we have not been treating ourselves well and then we want to change it overnight, right? So um, I really love that you are sharing your journey, but also that it was challenging. So for the women who are listening right now, and maybe some of them are single, maybe some of them are already in relationship, but how do you know that you truly know yourself? Because I love that you, you know, like you were saying, like I was 19 and I didn't know myself. And I feel like, and and listen, I've been there done that I recognize myself so much in your story. You know, I was also in abusive, you know, relationship. And uh, I feel like sometimes we just lose ourselves to the point that we don't even know who we are. And we think that who we are being for others, it's who we are. So how would you like guide women back to themselves and how they can truly embody their truth if they're influenced either by their partner or either by their environment? Yeah, I, I would say that for me, um, you know, because um, going back to what I just said as well, like I, I found yoga and meditation, but I was still in that relationship for another year and a half after that. Um, you know, it took me a year and a half of doing that work and to to finally gain the courage to to leave that relationship. But, you know, the way that I was able to kind of reconnect and, and to discover who I was, you know, because I never really had that connection first. What it what it took to connect with myself and discover myself was one consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, every single day putting my intention into my practices. Of, of connecting with myself. And I think one of the biggest telltale signs of, you know, your connection with yourself is how do you feel in your body? You know, every day, how do you feel in your body? Is there unease in your body or is there stillness? You know, and, and that's really been my journey is do I wake up in the day? Like, do I wake up in the morning and feel at peace? Do I feel stillness internally or do I feel unease in my body? Do I, do I wake up with, with some negative thoughts? You know, that's really my like grading scale of where I'm at with my connection with myself is do I wake up feeling still and at peace or do I wake up with unease and, you know, negativity in the mind? And if I wake up with negativity in the mind and unease in the body, then I know, okay, it's time to reconnect with myself. It's time to find that place within me again, where that peace and that stillness exists, which I really believe that exists within all of us. And we just go through life and we we forget that it's there, you know, and maybe we've never really been introduced to it, but it's, it, it is there. And so it's about finding, you know, that stillness and that peace within yourself that's there. That's beautiful. And for me, I, I really do that through daily practices. 
That's amazing. And I, and I love, again, like how honest you are about this, because it's not like, okay, I find myself and I'm good now, right? It's it's a daily practice, like with everything, right? In meditation, with yoga, with business, with relationships, everything, it's consistency and daily practice. So it's not like, oh, I, I discovered this and I arrived and that's it. Like it, it really takes the consistency and the daily commitment to yourself. When you can yeah. commit to yourself, then everything else will fall into the place. So for women who are listening to us right now, and let's say they are single and there are like attracting the, the men of their dreams or partners of their dream, right? Um, what are some ways that you would say that she knows she is ready? You know, like, because sometimes we're looking for someone to complete us or we don't want to be alone and like all of these reasonings, but how do we know internally or externally um, that we are ready for the relationship and that we are going to call in the partner that is going to complement us in our dreams and aspirations? Yes, I mean, this is a fantastic question. And for me, my my answer is, you know that you're ready when you don't, like, you know, not to say you don't care, but when when you've accepted that I am happy and content being alone, that's when you know that you're ready. You know, if, if you, you, you can have the desire to have a partner, that's a beautiful thing. We, we all want... Uh, you know, to be part of a good, long lasting, healthy relationship. But when you're at the point where you say, I am so happy and so content and so in love with just being with myself, that's when you're ready, you mm -hmm. know? And then when it comes to attracting and calling in the partner that you want, you have to look at yourself and say, do I embody all of these qualities within myself that I want to find in someone else? You know, because it's, it's all about that mirror. It's all about that, you know, what, what you put out in the world is, is what comes back to you. So if, if you, if you want to call in, you know, a, a, a life partner who, who supports you in your dreams, you know, who encourages you to grow as a person and does the same things within themselves, you want to make sure that you really embody those qualities within yourself, you know, and, I, and I'm a huge advocate for like, when it comes to, thinking about what is it that you want to find in a partner, I, I invite people to, to go a little bit deeper than just someone who is good looking or successful. You know, you, you want to look for qualities that, that bring about a, a good partner, you know, like you, you want somebody who's good at communicating. You want somebody who can understand and manage their own emotions you know, like you want to go deeper into what qualities are, are really going to bring about a, a supportive and encouraging and, and loving partnership. You know, like you can have all the external things in the world, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you have self-awareness or that you have emotional intelligence. And these are really the qualities that are going to make a relationship last. You know, it's that good communication. It's, it's that support. You know, that comes from a place of kindness and generosity and, you know, really the, the ability to, to empathize and understand. And then when it comes to things like respect, for example, you know, I want a respectful partner. 
you know, that's a given. Everyone wants a respectful partner, but you really want someone who's going to respect your, your boundaries, respect your opinions, respect your experiences. Like it's, it's really about digging a bit deeper and thinking what's really going to help me to feel safe in this relationship. What's going to help to build trust. And it's these deeper qualities that you want to really embody within yourself so that you have the ability to not only attract a partner like that, but to be able to recognize those qualities within somebody else. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I'm like here, like a little donkey nodding with my head. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it's so beautiful because like I'm happily married now. Um, we are with my husband for almost five years and it's so funny because I wanted to be in relationship. I was looking for the partner. And then I came to the point that I'm like, you know what? Actually, I'm good. I'm enjoying this. Like I'm enjoying being by myself. I was still open and I knew I wanted a partner, but like, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And you know, like two months later, like here we are, you know, manifested my husband. And uh, it's beautiful because like you were saying about the physical aspect, I would like... If I would write like a list, and of course, like I was writing like manifestations, I was focusing on how am I going to feel with my partner and what we are going to do together? Because yes. like, I would never picture someone like my husband, you know, like I was always thinking like, oh, like a tall and Italian and dark brown hair and a green eyes and older than me, you know, and my husband, it's like bald, blue eyes, American, totally white skin, you know, seven years younger than me. It would never like pass on my list, but it's the qualities and it's like his devotion and care. And the longer we are together, the, like the deeper he loves me and I love him. So it's just like, yeah, like the, the physical aspects, like, of course I wanted him to be like healthy and fit, you know, but it's, um, I feel it's, it's so much more about the qualities and how you said, like, how am I going to feel safe in this relationship? Safe to be myself, self to express myself, self to yeah. explore and grow. Like we gotta be with a partner who will grow with us and support us our growth. Because, you know, yes. some people, they can get insecure if we are maybe growing faster than them, right? So for women who are like, oh my gosh, like I'm writing the list of the qualities today. And, and this might be like a tricky question, Jessica, but I'm wondering, where would you say that woman can meet a quality partner? Like, would you say it's like online dating or like where they can go? Because I feel like we are all just home. Like, you know, like we're now we can travel and go anywhere. But still, I feel like we are more like home and, and not going so much out. So where would you say we can meet a quality partner? Um, this is a very good question. Um, and so just, just a quick story um, with how I met my partner. Um, I actually met my husband um, on, on a dating app that I, I had never met anyone on a dating app before. And I was using dating apps to practice Spanish when I lived in Costa Rica. <laughs> but I was living in Costa Rica, where, which was my, my dream life, you know, now, my dream life was to, and still is, you know, to travel the world and, and live in foreign countries. I'm from the U.S. originally. And so I, and my husband is from Australia and his dream is to travel the world and to live in foreign countries. So I met my husband in a place that I wanted to be living my ideal life. 
So when it comes to finding the partner that you want to find, whether it be online or in real life, you want to find you want to be looking in places where you and and if it is online, for example, you know we we can't necessarily find just from swiping somebody that that's living the same lifestyle that we want to or that's in the same place as we want to be. But if it is online, it is so important and so crucial to be very clear about what life you want to live, what your ideal life looks like. And then you want to start sharing that with people very openly and vulnerably online. You know, like if you are online dating, it's it's so important to be very vulnerable very quickly because that's how you're going to figure out, is this person aligned with me? Is this person compatible with me? And if, you know, if you're searching for somebody uh, for the aligned partner in your life, you want to search in places where people are going to be that have similar core values to you that are, that are living the same or a similar lifestyle to what you want to live. So say, for example, you know, you're very passionate about spirituality. Well, you're not going to be finding, well, most likely you're not going to be finding that ideal partner, you know, at a bar or, you know, something like that. It's like, you, you want to find somebody, you, you know, you want to, be in a yoga studio or you want to be in a place where more spiritual people hang out or say that, you know, say you do want to live a life of travel and you want a partner who travels. Well, chances are you might not find them in your hometown where you're, you know, where you've been living. You, you might want to go outside to a place where there are travelers, you know, to find that person who also likes to travel and wants to travel. So it's really about like getting very clear on what is your ideal life look like and and what are the what are the things that you'll be doing in your ideal life. And then you want to go to those places where where people who have similar interests or similar values really it's more about the values than the interests but you want to go you know where are those people hanging out <laughs> who who value that you know and it's just like a little bit of just like in business like a little bit of market research like you know, these are the qualities of somebody that I want. Well, where would those types of people be? You know, what environment would those people be in? Or what activities are those people going to do? And then you go, you know, you just put yourself there in that environment, you know, and that's, you're more likely to run into somebody that's going to be more aligned with you in those environments. So it's really about thinking, what are the environments that these people with this with this particular values what are their what environments are they going to be in oh I love that so much it's so amazing and you know my husband he's also coaching into personal development and he was he wrote um like a list of his dream girl you know and his dream girl he knew that he will meet her at a charity event or personal development event and then we met at a mastermind you know yeah. so he was from california he traveled to vegas where i live to a mastermind and we met there so we didn't met at the you know at the bar or you know like it it was he knew that he wants someone who is nurturing and spiritual and to personal development. So he put himself into those places. And of course he didn't go yes. to the event to meet the one, but that's how you meet the people. So it's so beautiful. Like have the clarity, know how you want to feel in the relationship, know how, like what qualities you want your partner to have, and then be really, really honest about what kind of life you want to be living. Like, I feel like it's time to stop settling and, 
this is something that, you know, I learned on my journey too, because like when I started to like manifest, you know, my, my uh, dream man, I was afraid that I'm asking for too much. Like I journal all the things and all the qualities. I was like, there is no way that one man can have all these qualities. And then I almost like quit. And then I saw a post from a fellow coach on Facebook where she posted picture of her and her husband. And she said, don't ever settle. Like that was like the headline. And then she, you know, went into her story, like how she would never settle. I'm like, okay, universe, I'm listening. Two weeks later, I met my husband, you know? So it's really like not settling and trusting that, listen, no one is perfect, but the perfect person for you. It's out there. So Jessica, you are so amazing. I absolutely love what you're teaching, what you're embodying, and you're truly living all of the values that you are teaching and coaching others. You're living them. And I think it's so beautiful and so amazing. So for those who are looking and calling for the one into their lives, what is the one thing you want her to know? It's to embody those qualities that you're looking for, Mm. you know, really, really putting everything into yourself that you want one, someone else to put into you Mm. and two, what you want to put into somebody else. Mm. So whatever it is that you want to receive from somebody else, just start giving that to yourself, you know, and really embodying that because everything is energy. Mm-hmm. And and the more that we can truly embody those qualities and truly embody those things that we desire, that's where the manifestation comes into, you know, is bringing all of that into the body mm-hmm. and existing in that vibration that, that it is that we're calling in. Mm-hmm. It's That's what attraction is, you know, as long as we bring all of those things home to ourselves and in our body and in our heart, that's what we're going to start attracting. Is, is people who want to do that for themselves as well, which are going to give them the capacity to give that to you as well. And to me, that's the essence of a really beautiful partnership mm-hmm. is where both people give that love to themselves and, and have that, that responsibility within themselves so that you have the capacity to support your partner in that as well. So beautiful, so powerful. I love that. I'm super excited for everything that it's unfolding in 2023 for you because you keep blooming. Like I just love seeing you like walking in your purpose and really living from place of love and just the overflow sharing it with the world. So I know we connected on Instagram. Um, is there any other place that you love connecting with people? Any other favorite places that people can reach out to you and learn more about you? Um, Instagram at this point is, is really the best. Um, I do have a podcast as well. Um, a lot of my episodes are quite old. Actually, I just re, uh, just uploaded a podcast episode right before the end of the year. Um, but it's just, just the love coach podcast. Um, same as my Instagram handle at just the love coach. Um, and then I also do a, a weekly love letter, a weekly email that I send out where I share a lot of my own personal story as well. So to get to know me on a, on a much deeper level is definitely my long form content, like the podcast and my weekly emails. And then on my Instagram, I, I post a reel every single day. Um, and yeah, just, just share a lot of my, my heart, um, through those platforms. Mm, you're amazing. I love watching you on Instagram. It's like, 
it's so like full of wisdom, but also like funny. It's you're amazing. You're such a great content creator. So just thank you so much for being here today and for all the love you're sending into the world. Thank you. Well, I, I do have to give a lot of credit to my husband. He's actually the funny one and he, he's the one who really oversees the, the content creation. So, um, you know, we, we work together in, in the business and I'm so grateful for that because we have a lot of very complimentary skills mm. and the humor is, is definitely his skill. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So let's thank your husband. Thank goodness for my husband because he joined my company just, you know, a little bit ago too. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, thank God for your analytical, strategical brain who wants to be planning things because I just want to be in the flow. So yeah. isn't it so beautiful when we truly attract people who compliment us? Um, yeah. Celebrating you, celebrating your marriage and all the work you are doing, Jessica. Yeah, thank you so much. You as well. And I'm so glad that we, you know, finally got to connect face to face. And, and I'm excited to, you know, continue to go on this journey together and, and be able to witness each other. And I really appreciate the invitation here. And, you know, it's such an honor. And I really appreciate the, you know, being seen, you know, and that's really, that's why I love to be vulnerable and to share my heart, you know, because that's what creates really deep, long lasting connections. And, you know, that's, that's what we all truly want and need and desire in our heart of hearts is to, to feel seen and to feel connected. So I really appreciate you having me on today. Thank you.